For the third year and counting, Richard Skipper has been celebrating the artists you love. Richard Skipper is all about celebrating life, art, and his guest body of work. Please join us while he showcases these diverse and talented individuals. Here's Richard Skipper. And Danielle. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and we are twins Here today. Is. How are you? Yes, we're Santa Santa's twins or elf twins. Yes, we are. And we're wearing our Hanukkah blue today. Yes. Happy Hanukkah weekend, everyone. Happy Hanukkah weekend. And it's the, it's Hanukkah weekend. It's the last weekend before Christmas. And there's so much to celebrate. Uh, today is also the last quarter moon. And as I said to you before we went live today, I almost feel like I'm cheating a little bit because I was doing a little re research on the last quarter moon. And the last quarter moon is actually also considered um, the letting go moon. And of course, as we all know, letting go is the territory with Kasira McKee and myself. We did speak earlier today. She sends her love to everybody. Uh, and uh, so, uh, but today you and I are here. I asked you to do today and you and I are going to hopefully continue to do this on the last quarter moon uh, of each month. And the next last quarter moon is also on a Sunday next month on the 15th. Oh. So hopefully, uh, so maybe we could do a combo show. <laughs> Let that go. With Kathira. I'm thinking, yeah. you know, we're all on the same uh, wavelength. So I want to ask you, uh, and then uh, who or what are you celebrating today? Well, I'm celebrating the start of Hanukkah weekend. I'm someone that grew up with a, a lot of traditions because of family and friends. And of course, because of my work, I research and have gotten into many religious traditions and pantheons. So I really appreciate as many of the holidays as possible. And um, also that we made it, honestly, to this point in the year, because it was a hard year for a lot of people. A lot of people were tying up a lot of loose ends and very unexpected things came up for a lot of people. So uh, it doesn't quite feel real yet that we're here in the last couple of weeks of the year, but I'm celebrating that we made it and we can all look forward to better uh, as we enter a new year, hopefully. But I'm also very excited about the new year, uh, Saturn, is going to be leaving Aquarius, my sign, and going into Pisces and everything. I know this is going to sound very woo-woo for a lot of people out there, uh, but I'm a woo-woo person, and I know you are too. Uh, yes. But just join us on this journey. Uh, there's a lot of incredible possibilities uh, for the new year, and I'm very excited yeah. about it. Saturn is all about, actually, the last quarter moon is pretty resonant with um, Saturn energy, uh, whether its placement is there or not, because Saturn is a lot about karma, about clearing and tying things up. Last quarter moon is not only a time of letting go, but seeing maybe what debts you want to pay, what debts you want to clear, and debts can be physical, financial, or they can be karmic as well. So anything that you want to bring to the table before we bring our first guest on today? Well, uh, I just want to also preface, I am not uh, an astrologer by my main trade. I am much more a channeler and an energy healer and a reader. Um, so I know we have our friend who's an astrologer here, Sherry, in the comments. Um, but I would also love to talk about the holidays and the energy aspects. Um, lately on my podcast, I've been focusing on grief during the holidays, or I know as you have the different aspects of what giving and receiving could mean. And um, I know that I was just in touch with someone this morning who who lost uh, a relative and a lot of people do lose loved ones. Thank you. I know a lot of people do lose loved ones during the holiday season or have lost loved ones. So I just want to be mindful of that and let people know if you have questions today or if you want advice on how to embrace the holidays more in a way that feels good for you. If you maybe still have some grief floating around or resurfacing during this time, I would love to speak about that as well. And I also want to do, I want to acknowledge Twitch, you know, who from uh, the Ellen show, uh, who chose uh, to check out uh, during the holidays for whatever reasons. Uh, we never know what someone else is going through. Uh, you know, suicide is something that is hard to grasp 
uh, to wrap our heads around. Um, I had a dear friend, I will mention by name, uh, Jean-Claude Baker from Shea Josephine. Uh, mm -hmm. Many years ago, uh, my husband Danny and I were having dinner with him on a Saturday night, drinking champagne, having a wonderful time with him. And on Thursday following that, uh, we woke to the news that he had taken his life. Uh, and it was a choice. And this was not uh, a spur of the moment decision. Uh, this was something that was planned. And this was something that had been really thought out for a long time, we later found out. Uh, it, it's something that we don't understand. Uh, and uh, it's really hard for us to wrap our heads around. So my heart goes out to his family, his children, and anyone who was touched by this. And when I say anyone who was touched by this, we're all touched by it. Right. And I've, you know, uh, I can't say fortunately, but I've been blessed to work with people on both sides of the aspect of suicide. Um, I am also from the belief that Every death is a choice on a higher level of our soul when we actually decide to check out. Um, but when someone makes that decision without other factors involved, such as illness, uh, you know, there there is a lot that goes into that. And there's a lot that their soul then has to deal with. So um, I always like to recommend that people, if they are so inclined, pray for um, the family, of course, because it's very hard on the family and friends who are left here wondering and grappling with the questions but also for the soul of that person, which is a tradition that happens within almost all spectrums, including Buddhism, not only Christianity. And if we can pray for the soul of that person, um, they can sort of be lifted, uh, lifted up with those prayers and um, whatever karmas they may have brought about on themselves um, by taking that action, which it's not a punishment. I do like to let people know. Um, they, no soul gets punished from what I've seen and experienced um, on both sides of the veil. Uh, deity is very understanding and loving and compassionate with people that choose to go that route. Um, however, when we make that decision to end a journey and bypass certain lessons that we have assigned for this life and maybe cause more upset for those who are left behind, sometimes there are repercussions to that. Um, so it, it did not become a sin, actually, until St. Augustine uh, made it a doctrinated sin mm -hmm. uh, in the Middle Ages, simply because actually at that point in time, uh, many clergy members were taking their life to leave the dark ages and go be with their creator. So there is still a lot that's misunderstood about it. I've worked with children and their parents, you know, who have uh, undergone suicide. And uh, I do like to remind people because sometimes the righteousness comes up during times like this. Um, it's, it's not going to be a punishment. There is still love there and there's healing to be done on both sides of life for those who went and those who are still here. Amen. And God bless you for saying that. So um, I'm going to let you, normally we have one of our uh, audience members choose our uh, first guest. I'm going to let you choose today. So pick a number, one through four. Uh, you may be able to even see who's there. I think you I'm not going to look. I'm just going to okay. pick number two. And uh, that's uh, our uh, dear friend, Ron. Uh, Ron uh, has seen oh you before. Yes, Ron uh, is here. Ron is uh, someone that Ron and I, uh, I will say the wonderful thing about uh, this year, especially, is that Ron... Uh, on Friday afternoons, uh, has had a virtual cocktail hour. I've gotten a chance to know Ron uh, through these cocktail hours uh, when I've been able to attend them. So I appreciate you opening up your home for those opportunities, Ron. Uh, but Ron, you have also seen Danielle from afar here. So welcome to the show today. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to ask uh, you, who or what are you celebrating at this time beyond uh, the obvious that we're all celebrating right now? Well, of course, the obvious, uh, as you said so eloquently, Danielle, is that we are celebrating the end of a very strange year. And I think it's a year that's been filled with um, inconsistencies and a lot of... Uh, expectations that 
didn't happen and things that we didn't expect that did happen. Um, just a couple of months ago, I had a very close friend, uh, a college buddy, who uh, suddenly fell down a flight of stairs, had a massive stroke, and was gone. And uh, and maybe it was the fact that it, it wasn't a suicide. Uh, here was someone who was perfectly healthy, or at least seemed so, and someone whom I'd had dinner with just a few weeks before. And to have someone who is important in your life just disappear like that is, is very strange. And, and uh, I'm still not quite over that, but, but I am celebrating uh, the coming year and a lot of great things I think are happening, at least for me. I have two different musicals that I'm writing uh, one of which looks like it's going to be getting some readings in the spring. And um, that's something I think may uh, interest you, Danielle. It's a musical adaptation of Rashomon, which, of course, has a lot of uh, philosophy and a lot of Buddhism in it. And uh, the other one is a much more old-fashioned, very romantic, 1950s-style musical in the in the style of Lerner and Lowe, but it's unfortunately not something that I can name yet because we're still uh, working out the copyright issues. But uh, I know but all about it and I'm excited and, about it. <laughs> well, thank you, Richard, yeah. and, and I'm excited exciting, everybody. Too. It's exciting. And we're, we're, we're uh, very, very optimistic about that, about both of them. And I'm just so thrilled to be here. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me today. And I'm so glad to meet you, Danielle. And I'm, I'm also so glad to meet you formally, Ron. I'm sorry about your friend, thank but you. congratulations on everything else you've got going on. Well, thank you. I and I am a Pisces. Jump in for just a moment, Ron. I want to say sure. something because you just said something that jumped out at me and about your friend disappearing. I don't think he's disappeared. Um, I think he, you know, it, it, when... When Carol passed away, Carol Channing, and I was at her memorial, Tyne Daly read a very beautiful poem um, about her being in the next room. And it resonated mm. so deeply with me. And there are daily, um, not only with Carol, but for all that I feel that I've lost, I don't think of them anymore as being lost because I do have daily reminders of them being in the next room. Uh, and uh, you can't physically see them, but if you really take the time, you will feel their presence. And I'm sure that Daniel will agree with me on this. Uh, really take the time to feel his presence. Uh, you will know that he very much is in the next room. That is so lovely, and and I appreciate and uh, and uh, celebrate that sentiment so much uh, because you're absolutely right. And I think that as long as uh, dear friends remember one another and think of one another, then they're never really gone. And that's yes, very, and that's very why true. you know I encourage people to have conversations with one another, which we've spoken about before. Make little signs ahead of time, even if there's no mm -hmm. illness or anything on the horizon. Make signs and agreements with one another of I like butterfly, I like elephant, I like the number 12. And so then you have a sign so that when you see it and receive it after someone has left, you have already established that as a sign for the two of you, and you've established that belief. Mm -hmm. And so you could more easily receive them in your life. And even though he's passed over already, you can still set a sign for interacting with him. But I also honor, you know, your sentiment and your feelings and your grief, because I know for me as a, a medium, um, primarily a large part of my career before I got into the other aspects as well, people would assume that I did not have to grieve people that I lost in my life mm. because I was still able to have conversation with them or more interaction than is typical. And so regardless of them being in the next room and us having connection, no matter how connected you are, we do still need to honor the fact that the connection is different and grieve uh, the physical aspect or the same type of communication aspect that we're used to having with our loved ones. Sure. I think any kind of change in our lives is always difficult to, to deal with. And, uh, and even if you're someone who likes change, there's always a process. 
And right. uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. Thank you. So I would like to bring our next guest on, but before I bring sure. on, one of the things, one of the aspects that I bring uh, along every Friday is the mystery question. So you get to pull a question, uh, one through five, and uh, it will be your mystery question of the day. Oh my gosh, four. And your question is, um, whatever rooms you walk into, speaking of rooms, listen to this. Uh, wow. It changes the atmosphere in a positive way. Is there a particular room in your home that is your favorite room that you spend most of your time in? Wow. Uh, well, yes, I guess it's this room that I'm in right now. I spend most of my day here and uh, I work from home. I, like most uh, performer, actor, writers, uh, I, I have a survival job or a day job, which I do from home. And so I work from this room. I create from this room. Uh, I'm surrounded by photographs and, and as you can see, myriad books that I love very dearly. And uh, many of, of which are my wife's, but I love them too. And, um, Yes, so the, in the short answer is it's this room here. And I know my, my wife would love for me to say that uh, it's uh, one of the other rooms in our apartment, but, um, <laughs> but this is the one where I feel the most creativity. This is the room where it happens. Right. So that's okay. So you get to bring on our next guest, one through three, and then I'm going to let Danielle uh, take over when we bring that person on. Cool. Uh, three. And that, uh, well, I'm gonna, this is really great because she has written her first book and I'm very excited. It's called Facing Forward. And I'm very excited because I wrote a review and it's on the back of the book. Wow, congrats. Well, it's done. very exciting. And I'm gonna bring her on. This is Ann Johnson and Danielle. I'm going to turn it over to you. Anne, meet Hi, and Ron. Happy Hi, holiday. Hi, Anne. How are you? Congratulations on your book. Thank you. I'm very happy. And I'm so happy with Richard's review. I put it on the back of the book. It is so, he's just incredible. He wrote a wonderful, like, story, uh, really, about what I wrote about. It's wonderful. Thank you, Richard. So what's, what's the main topic of your book? It's a memoir, okay. and it's it's about my life and um, how I lived as a kid and grew up, came to New York and fell in love with New York, went on Broadway, became a nightclub singer, um, met a man, got married, <laughs> have a son and four stepsons, and um, it's about my book. And is there part of writing and it that about, was a favorite about, I'm sorry, I forgot to say this. It's about intuition and how my intuition led me to be uh, all the things that I did. And then I became a psychic advisor, which I'm doing That's now. Amazing. Yeah. And I've been doing that for a long time. Uh, I work with Ann Johnson and also the name Verushka, which okay. has been a very big hit as far as people wanting to work with me because they like the name <laughs> yes, and the reviews, which and I've so had some pretty, did you always, were you always awakened to your gift or was that something that happened with a significant event in your life? Uh, I think I lived with understanding what the intuition was doing with me all along. I, I think I went and followed how I felt. I, I followed that path and I, kind of went in places sometimes where I wasn't even, I didn't know where I was going to be. And I tried it and it worked, you know, I kept trying new things. And that's what I think my gift has been is that I keep going through doors and trying new things as I did with the book too. Right. 
Yeah, I know for me, um, it was lifelong, but I had moments in life because of family pressures or, you know, other aspects of growing up where I tried to shut it down and I became very ill, you know, not honoring that part of myself and also being overloaded with energy coming to me um, to be shared. And in not sharing that, I actually created a lot of illnesses for myself. So when I was a child and, and a young teenager, so it really, it really is something that um, you can't really turn off very easily or deny when it's such a part mm -hmm. of you. So I really understand that. Did we work together on a job about a year ago? No. Okay. Because I, I thought I, I recognized you. There was a girl on a job that I did for a big company and um, it looked kind of like you, but we weren't together. We weren't sitting together, you know? Right. Well, maybe you've seen me on Richard's show, and so I kind of got transposed into your mind. Maybe okay. that's what happened. That's, what that's happened. possible. <laughs> so, Anne, I'm going to let you pick a number, one through five, and then I'm going to bring on our next guest. I and like three. Okay. Your question is, what opportunity for love or money have you given up? Well, read the book and you'll find out. Um, mm -hmm. And do you regret it now? You asking me that question? Yes, I'm asking you that question. What did I give up? Oh, hmm. I I don't think I gave very much up. I think I I followed what I was feeling all along. Um, I can't really think of something I gave up. You know. Um, oh, I'll tell you what I what I I'm not doing that I love to do. I'm not singing in nightclubs right now. Mm -hmm. And that's because there's not very many clubs except don't tell mama. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, I, I didn't give it up. I would still be doing it. But unfortunately, I lost my pianist a few years ago. Yeah. Tex Arnold. Tex Arnold. Yeah. And um, kind of, it, you know, if you don't have somebody like that around you, you don't feel like doing what you did before just to go and play don't tell mamas. You know what I mean? When Dangerfields was big, it was a great place to go and sing. And I loved it. I really loved it. And um, the Playboy Club and those places. But they're not around, you know. So it's kind of like there's not a big, there's not a field to perform in. Well, and before we bring our next guest on, uh, your book, it, it, uh, it just is truly hot off the press. Um, how can people purchase your book? Oh, uh, they can go to Amazon. And the name of the book, everyone, is called Facing Forward. Yes, Facing and, Forward. Here, um, I put it up here. Facing and, Forward. Um, you know, what I love about this book, uh, it's, there's a lot of name dropping in the book, uh, <laughs> but it's not gossipy. Uh, it's like the, the people along the way uh, who have made uh, and helped shape uh, Anne's life, and she helped shape their lives as well. So uh, I absolutely, I couldn't put the book down. It's really Thank incredible. you. Oh. So Thank you, Richard. Thank you, you. You get to bring on our next guest. Pick a number, one or two. Two. And uh, Daniel, do you want to bring, uh, uh, tell him a little bit about our next guest? Because you know him. Yes. Uh, it's Doug. Is it Doug McAllister? Yes, it is. Let me see. Well, this is Doug McAllister. Doug is also a very talented singer and enjoys creating artwork that he shares online and is very in tune with his spirit animals and is very in his St. Nick spirit today. So I'm so happy to see you, Doug. Now, Doug, you're not in front of your Christmas tree today. <laughs> I think you're muted. Doug, you're muted. Doug, you're muted. Is Doug uh -oh. with the, is he with the uh, boat business too? In what business? Is he in the boat business? No, no. Okay. Because uh, there is somebody called Doug McAllister who has McAllister tugs. No, that's not, uh, different okay. Doug. Uh, Doug, can you hear us? If you had uh -oh. headphones in and then you took them out, sometimes it's just better without them, I noticed. So, Doug? Maybe he can, there okay. we go, he can go uh, out and come back. back in. 
Well, while we're waiting, I'm going to bring on our next guest because okay. this woman, uh, Claudine Jellison, her year has been bookended by awards. Uh, the year began with her winning the Bistro Award uh, for her show, Hello Frenchie. And she just got nominated for the Broadway World Award. So, Claudine, oh. congratulations. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Well, bookending yeah. your year. Yeah, no, it has bookended the year. It's made it, it's interesting because I think you talk about, um, I have, a couple of years ago, I was diagnosed with something. I, I've always sung. It's always been my passion. But I was diagnosed with something called a vocal tremor a couple of years ago. But I sang through it. And then during the pandemic, I don't know if it was the stress of the pandemic or uh, um, and we were talking about losing someone. My father passed and um, a couple of other things. My my best friend's mother, who was like my second mother, she passed. Um, and I think the stresses, and that's what the doctors told me, made it much worse. So I didn't have, quote, my voice, the, the voice, you know, the octaves and the pijaha. So uh, I didn't, I had to do Hey Frenchie because it was my dad's story. So I didn't, I wasn't going to throw it out. I had, it was been planned for March 2020 and come in the garbage. Um, so I had to do it. I said, I'm going to do it. I'm not even going to advertise it. I'm just going to do it because I have to do it. And I did it. And then Sydney was like, Sydney and my director, Barry Kleinbord, for those who don't yeah, know. Yeah. My director, Barry Kleinbord, were pushing me to do it again. And I just sort of said, well, if I'm going to do it again, then I'm going to try to get press. And uh, I had a fairy godmother who had been a director I worked with ages ago who got all the bistro people out there. And that's, you know, Sherry came and Sherry Eager and a bunch. And it just, uh, it just kind of, I did it many times over the course of the year. Um, and it was a gift. You know, that was my gift uh, from God. It was just a, and it showed me something. So I'm, I'm working on a new piece, uh, looking forward about age and love. And, um, and it's starting to take a little bit of shape. It's, it's, we'll see what happens with it. Well, what I love about this journey that you've been on this year is that you appeared uh, with Dr. Judy Bloom and myself mm -hmm. uh, before your show opened. And you were just telling us about the show and the yeah. fear that you had oh. about the show. You didn't know whether you were going to have the voice to do it, all these fears. Mm -hmm. The show opens and it's like boom, 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 boom. It's uh, rave review, rave review, rave review, rave review, Bistro Award. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, you're nominated for uh, a Broadway World Award. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I, you know, I can't, I just can't diminish any of that. It's so wonderful. Uh, um, and it's interesting because, you know, you go through your whole life with, a beautiful voice and and then you don't have a beautiful voice and you uh, find out that the beautiful voice was not what the performing was about thank you well mabel mercer i mean her major uh, aspect of her career happened uh when she didn't have the voice that she thought she had right and uh Judy Garland, some of her most poignant uh, uh, concerts was when she was struggling with a voice. Mm -hmm. uh, it's what you bring to the table. Right. Yeah. I, 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 when I was younger, um, I waited tables at Cleo's for four, maybe five weeks just so I could watch Mabel Mercer. And I, I think I was like about 20 something. And, uh, I was in love with her and I I'm going back to her now as I'm working on this new piece. So, yeah. I'm going to bring a comment on uh, screen because I think it's worth bringing on screen uh, from Robert Yako. Claudine has been brilliant from the get go. I had the privilege of being on stage with her many moons ago. So speaking of moons today, so there it is. <laughs> so thank you, Robert. Thank you for that. Uh, so uh, you're now going into this next chapter uh, with uh, and I'm also writing a new show, uh, which is uh, it's nerve wracking. 
uh, mm -hmm. putting something together. Yeah. Uh, I last Saturday night was my first time in front of an audience in three years. Uh, mm -hmm. And it, it, everything just came together. Uh -huh. It was uh, Leroy Reams opened our show last week mm -hmm. at, with Be Our Guest. Uh, and it was, it just felt so incredible to be in front of an audience again. And just as we're coming out of this, uh, COVID is on the rise again, everyone. Yeah. You, know, so, you know, we have to, you know, everyone get boosted. Please get boosted. Yeah. You know, do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring Doug back on again. And Doug, are, can you hear us now? I can. Perfect. There we go. All right. <laughs> All right. So I said earlier, you're not in front of your Christmas tree tonight. Well, I brought one back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> While I waited, I put one behind me. My naked Always tree. carry a spare. So Doug, how Dance? are you doing? I am doing great. How are you? You I'm guys are looking great. great. Well, you've got a big surgery ahead of you. I do. And I just came from the doctor looking at my other one today. And? Luckily, it's not broken or anything. It's just I've been overworking this one because I've been leaving this eye of the guy alone. So, yeah, but no, it's a, it's great. Just uh, didn't want to share downstairs because it was uh, it's a pretty much disaster right now. It's not my favorite room. It's not. No. I well, I thought it was because of the decorations and everything. He was decorated for. Well, can I tell them the story? Absolutely. Okay. Doug is having a shoulder replacement surgery. And he, uh, we, it was originally scheduled in early November or late October. And uh, so Doug, uh, his entire house was decorated uh, for Christmas uh, at Halloween because he didn't think he was going to be ready or able to decorate his house for Christmas. And then they postponed his surgery to January 10th. So, <laughs> sorry. But. You've got more of a chance to work on uh, work on that soul loss video, Doug, to make sure that you're all good and you heal Exactly. 100%. I could probably <laughs> recite it. Yeah. I. So for those of you who, um, I don't want to leave people out of what we're talking about. I, uh, I have a episode of my podcast dedicated on my YouTube channel, which is the same at Vizen Lane that it's here. Um, for anyone who's going through surgery, something that I found in my client work as an energy healer and someone who also practices shamanic healing, um, sometimes when we go through surgery, it can be such a shock to the system. And part of our consciousness can kind of separate to protect us and um, then it could make for a more difficult recovery. So I made a really comprehensive video about kind of prepping and praying and meditating with the self so that that doesn't have to happen and people can have um, better healing. So those of you who watch the show on a regular basis on Fridays know that I have some random questions that I ask. And what I want to do today is I'm going to bring Danielle into the game as well. So okay. I'm going to ask a question. Uh, of each of you, and then I'm going to have Danielle build upon that question and go a step further with whatever your answer is. And I'm going to start with you, Ron. And the question is, uh, I want you to reflect on the lessons that you've learned this year, as well as the knowledge uh, and uh, uh, the skills that you've learned this year. Oh, wow. How do, how do you answer that uh, in two seconds? Um, I think I've learned uh, to be a lot more patient. Uh, I've had a lot of things happening that I wished had happened faster and sooner. Uh, but I really feel I've learned uh, to be calmer and more patient and just let things happen at their own pace. Well, that's wonderful. And patience is something that I think everyone really needs to work on at some point in their life. Um, how about this, Richard? Instead of me building on and giving a response to their answer, what if as we go around, I let them ask a question and I give them an answer? That sounds good to me. Go ahead. So, Ron, do you have a, a question yeah. that you would like some guidance on? Uh, 
Well, no, I was just curious, though. You mentioned earlier, I know you're not an astrologer, but you did make a reference earlier to uh, Jupiter and uh, Pisces. And I actually am a Pisces myself. A Piscean? Pisces. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was just wondering if, um, if things changing as they will be uh, would have any impact on me personally. Yes. Well, you know, even, yeah. So even beyond the astrological aspects, I, I utilize astrology, but more as a, a guide, as a potential roadmap. Um, so Pisces, as you know, very creative, um, very tapped and tuned into the emotions. Um, what I would say is what's, what's coming up. Cause I channel directly as well is utilize that power of the emotion and specifically, um, any emotion that would provoke crying for you, whether those are happy tears or sad tears, there's something in there that's going to really help propel one of your shows or one of the writing aspects forward. Um, so taking even 15 minutes before you sit down to work on something, especially if at any point you feel stuck or are looking for more significant momentum in that area and tapping into the heart-based emotions that you may have been ignoring or that sometimes you may bypass to get on with your day and just sit in the either sadness or gratitude, whatever it is that gets you to that place, and then step into the work with the honoring of that and ask that kind of water. You can even picture water if you like buoying you and lifting you up to the place where the answers or the words you need can come more easily. I love that. Thank you. And I'm actually writing a song right now about water. So Oh, that's perfect. More yeah, I, I'm seeing a lot of the water. Yeah. So that's that's wonderful. Work, keep working with that. Thank you. And since you're writing a song about water, think of Skipper. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm also an Aquarius. So, <laughs> so Anne, my question for you is, um, what do you, um, what do you have uh, to deliberately have to learn next year to be a better adult? Hmm. What if I learned? What do you have to deliberately learn next year to be a better adult? Huh, deliberately learned, I'm trying to think. Well, <laughs> I drink a lot of water. <laughs> that, helps. <laughs> that helps a lot. Um, I think I'm trying to do things for people as much as I can. Uh, not that I, I ever stop doing things, but I, I try to help out when people are in trouble. And, and I think that's a, a lesson that we all have to learn, you know, to help people as much as we can. Great. And do you have a question for Danielle? Um, well, uh, I enjoyed her reading about the, the different aspects of going on. I happen to be a Pisces, so um, I feel very positive about this year. And um, I feel that things are really rolling along very well for me. So um, I think I'm on the right track. Good. Okay. Well, I, I can say um, also that in response to your, your question, Richard, I think sometimes um, we need to learn how to reparent ourselves and honor our inner child in order to be a better adult. So uh, if Anne doesn't have a question, I wanted to share that because I think sometimes we try so hard to be the adult that society or culture wants us to be when really, you know, we get to make that decision and it becomes much easier when we know how to honor our own inner child too. Mm -hmm. Great. Yep. And Claudine, perhaps you've already answered this next question. But Maybe. Uh, maybe you haven't. What challenges did you overcome this year? Well, yeah, I think I might have answered it. Um, um, I think that that was the challenge. That was the big personal challenge. I think, um, I think settling into, um, you know, I, I was a performer for many years and then I became an educator. So that gave me, an, you know, I'm not going to say nine to five. It was more like six to six job, but, um, um, but, uh, you know, settling into retirement 
I think my challenge right now is realizing that um, spelling bee is very nice, but I have to put it away and start the day. That's that's the the big challenge right now is getting getting started with my. It's nice to linger over a cup of coffee, but um, a holiday is over, vacation's over, and I I just need to like because um, I feel better. Mm. I feel better when I sit down and write. I feel better when I practice. I feel, you know, I feel better when I uh, read something challenging. So, yeah, that's that's where I need to go. Great. Okay. And do you have a question that you would like to well, get to? Yeah, I'm, I'm a Capricorn, and I've pretty much been true to that, you know, cappy thing of, of like the goat climbing the mountain. Um, I guess I've always, uh, and my best friend's a Leo and she's totally true to Leo. I just kind of constantly wonder about that whole, the planets and, 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 and the, um, how our personalities are formed. That's, that's, that's a big question. You're not going to be able to answer yes. that. Well, in, in my experience, because I've been someone who has um, astral traveled, let's say, for, mm -hmm. for most of my life before I knew what those words were. Uh, mm -hmm. And so I've, you know, experienced things on both sides and I very much tap and tune into that. And then uh, my guides have helped me to study as many different modalities and, and things as possible. And I'm really passionate about finding the ways that they can all fit together while still honoring the free will that I believe that we are gifted and the choice that we have while we're here. Mm -hmm. um, so what I've seen in terms of astrology and how personalities get assigned uh, almost or uh, templated, as I like to call it, through being born under different aspects is um, the universe from how I've seen it goes through different cycles. And when we choose to come in, it, which i see as a choice between us and however we see our higher power, um, we kind of gauge what aspects of life we want to work on. And then mm -hmm. if possible, we try to coordinate that with a time period. And then we mm -hmm. see where the cycle is of the planets aligning in certain ways. And then we're born in that way. And we have this kind of roadmap of everything that's trying to teach us um, mm -hmm. the lessons that we give ourselves to learn within that certain lifetime. And so ideally, those aspects of personality and of astrology buoy and, and lift us up and give us positive inclinations or sometimes give us reminders of mm -hmm. um, karmas or wounds or things that we want to work on and heal and rid our soul from. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure some people know there are also aspects called the North Node and the South Node um, mm -hmm. or Rahu and Ketu, depending on which um, Western or, or Eastern astrology you look at. Um, but those aspects kind of illustrate that by teaching us someone's north node is the direction that their soul really wants to go in but it's pretty uncharted territory and their mm -hmm. south node is really comfortable for them so mm -hmm. it's the things that they've probably done many lifetimes before if you believe in multiple lifetimes the things that come easy but will kind of keep them stuck at a plateau and ideally every life you want to be growing and going towards that higher mm -hmm. plane yeah yeah so in the morning, I'll think about moving north when yes. I get up. Yes. Yeah. And everybody can look up. You can look up your, your chart, by the way, and you almost all the free charts that you can find online. You can look where yeah. the north node is. Okay. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Yeah. You're uh, Doug, what is the best thing that you feel that has happened to you this year? You know, you and Danielle. Oh. And Wayne Lucas has been the best thing that's happened to me this year. Aww. You, you, you got me started, Richard. And Danielle, you have got me all over the board. We went and saw Avatar <laughs> underwater yesterday. <laughs> oh, I'm jealous. Oh my gosh. And I'm a, you know, I'm a seahorse. So I was just like seahorse and dolphins and oh my God. So I was like, I was there with Idolo, so we were watching all these underwater things, and so now I'm just all over the board. Now I'm a worm, so 
<laughs> you know, so it last year has been incredibly um, exciting for me, mind opening. I think I'm working on that third eye, but I don't know. But yeah, I could talk with you for hours. Um, I just always got something going. You met, you caused me to uh, think, think in different directions. So, uh, like, I'm retired, but I'm retired from. I think I'm already entering another life. So, mm -hmm. I, I am chasing them, chasing other rainbows. So, just embrace those Christmas elves I've sent you. Uh, oh, I haven't gotten them yet. Did you send me? Oh, yes, those. <laughs> I will embrace those. Okay, great. <laughs> do you have a question for Danielle? Yeah, do you oh, have I a do. question? I do. Okay. You know, Danielle, my questions are always about the other side and who's talking to me and who's ready. Mm -hmm. um, right. I lost yeah. a dear friend, uh, as I told you, a couple, you know, just maybe a, a month ago. And she was... She actually was a designer and did a lot of creative stuff for Fitz and Floyd. And okay. so I have so many Christmas things that I know she designed that touch me. And I see her in every one of them. And I just would, one, let her know that I um, care about her. But I wonder if she's there wanting to send me any message. You know, what I'm seeing actually are some black and white photographs that are very specific and very close up on the face. Um, I'm also seeing her, she's showing me like pearl bracelets. Um, so maybe some of the decorations have pearl on them or pearl aspects, but she's pointing out kind of white fur and pearl uh, as being significant. So as you go through them, you might find something with that kind of look or aesthetic. Um, oh. She absolutely knows and has been around. I, I also hear very strongly not to feel like you have to hold on to all of them. There may be um, points where you can gift some of those and incorporate them into other people's homes as well. And she just wanted to let you know that would be okay with her and honoring of her if you were to do that so that you wouldn't have to be overwhelmed with um, having all of those and uh, also not feel guilty for not having space maybe to put all of them out. True. Cool. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, and I would look for, do you have photographs like that of her? Or do you know that she took very close up photographs of the face, kind of glamour shots? Yeah, she's an actress uh, as okay. well. So there's a lot of headshots. Yeah. Um, she's been in some movies and things like that. But yeah, she's, she's um, um, pointing me to more of a kind of 50s aesthetic of the glamour shot. Uh, so I would look for those, those feel really significant. Um, she's also pointing that one of them, and you'll know it when you see it, um, is really easy for her to use to project her energy through. Uh, it is a black and white close-up, uh, probably headshot of her. And she um, is very much able to look through that. And so if you want to and choose to keep it out or keep it in a place where sometimes you can open a book and look at it know that if you look into her eyes in that photo she's really primed and ready to be able to to look back at you maybe feel like you see some movement in it well i'll have to search she's uh, yeah. she's my ex-wife's sister so that was okay. a challenge but uh, yeah she's always i don't special feel any animosity i do feel so she would be aunt to your kids then yes she's looking over the three is what she's telling me. So Always just so that did. you know. Yeah. If it wasn't and, for her, they wouldn't know how to play baseball and tell her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And wow. she's she's also talking to me about coffee. Was she a big coffee drinker or did you have something where you were thinking of her recently while you were drinking coffee? It could be. I drink coffee constantly, so. Okay. <laughs> she she's talking to me about like communication during coffee drinking so it might be upcoming as well one time one day when you're alone drinking coffee you may feel a presence and not be able to identify it and then you could think back to now and know that it's awesome hard. man there's you there's, because of you no moss is growing on me i'm telling you <laughs> 
That's good. So, yeah, she um, she's in good spirits, though, just so you know. Yeah. She's okay with everything. I do feel something around her chest. So um, did she have a lung issue uh, that was coordinated with her passing? Oh, my God, that's exactly right. Okay. She's had a lung issue all her life. Yeah, so, so she she just wanted to bring up, you know, a, a key identifier from something around the time of her passing. It's no longer an issue for her, but if people are very heavy in their grief about her, because I'm getting some changes in my breathing now just because of her energy field interacting, um, if, if people are very heavy in their grief, grief tends to sit in the lungs in most people anyway. So mm -hmm. if people are unresolved with their issues about her or with other aspects of grief, and then they are kind of praying to her or wishing for her energy around, yeah. they may feel like they have some uh, lung issues, but that's not really going to be associated with their health. Wow, Although, of course, you should always get checked if you need to. Sure. Um, but it, it could be associated with her just being present and them not acknowledging so much of their grief. You know, I also wanted to say how much I, what you just said earlier in the show about uh, being punished uh, yeah. for taking your own life. And because I have a lot of friends um, that that has happened with. And I always find it incredibly sad. And people always say, well, you know, they're going to hell. I said, are they? Are they really? No. And, well, um, in, in my experience, I have visited lower density <laughs> realms. Um, it, hell is a construct. And um, the way that higher power has shown it to me, every soul creates their own heaven or hell. And then mm -hmm. those planes can interact. And so we do that based on how we think uh, results should happen from how we lived our lives. Um, sometimes higher power gets involved, but very rarely in, in a punishing way. It's more in a way of this is the way the system is designed to keep itself running. Yeah. And uh, sometimes higher power has even embraced people that take their lives, which is not an endorsement for anyone to do it. But I have seen some spirits say, um, that they were embraced by higher power and higher power was completely like, well, you made it as long as you could, and I'm proud of you. So there, That's there is great. no punishment. Yeah, you know there's thing? no punishing aspect. But in my experience, when a soul does go that route, they have more to deal with the next yeah. time around, and they have very deep wounds. So, so it's not something that's advisable. So I have a lot of white roses I bring in the house this time of year because those are all my, those are all my past people. Yeah. The red ones are people I love that are still around, but the white one, the white roses, they're just around and they know who they are. So it's kind of That's fun. Beautiful. Well, thanks, Danielle. You're welcome. Thank you. So Richard, Danielle, did you have, did we have I questions have, for any, from anyone in the comments if we have a few minutes? Uh, yes, if anyone in the comments have a question. And while we're waiting for that, I have a question for you. What mm -hmm. are your major goals for 2023? Well, I, I really want to focus more on one-on-one um, -on -one healing clients. That's not something that I have on um, my website besides a contact form at this time because I like to build custom uh, packages for people that are ready to go into the healing or the life and consciousness coaching work. I've graduated uh, a bunch of students and clients from that realm, and it's it's much deeper work than we're typically able to get to in session. And I'm really passionate about that kind of transformational aspect. So I would love to have more of those type of clients and also teach some more classes because I love doing online group work and classes and group things like that. That's great. Well, um, I've got a public service announcement. May I share that with everyone? Uh, this is my public service announcement, everyone. Hello, Richard Skipper Celebrates family. Happy and blessed holidays, everybody. I am so thankful to have gotten to know so many of you this past year. And if you've been wanting to work with me, I wanted to let you know I'm having holiday specials on my website, damseldesigns, D-A-M-C-L-Designs.com, with buy one, get one holiday offers, gift certificate specials, payment plans, and more. There really is no shortage of ways to work with me this season or to invest in energy for yourself or your loved ones. I would love to help connect you even beyond the worlds of spirit and spirit animal medicine and help you understand more of your own energy, work through patterns, deep dive and rise to create the life that you love. I will see you in the comments and happy holidays, everyone. Wow. 
great. So, Thank you. Um, Doug and I can both vouch. Uh, it's a it's a great gift to not only yourself, uh, but to anyone else that you would like to give a great gift to. Um, I'm going to give my closing remarks. This hour has flown. Uh, Danielle, I hope that you'll be able to join me again uh, next month. We'll uh, pick the date that we'll do that. I'm going to yeah. give my closing remarks, and then I'm going to have uh, Ron, you do it, then Anne, Claudine, Doug, and then Danielle, you'll have the final uh, uh, comments today. It could be about anything that we talked about today that you want to build upon, anything we didn't talk about that you wish we had, or just any final message that you want to leave everyone with uh, today. Um, and uh, as you all know, uh, this month uh, I stepped away from Facebook for the month, uh, and it's been a very interesting journey. Uh, next Friday, I will be stepping back on Facebook for the day, just Good. for the day. Um, I've decided that I will come back on one day each month, just as a check-in, uh, just to say hello to everybody, to do a Facebook Live, let everybody know what's going on in my life, and to see anyone who wants to check in with me and let me know what's going on in their lives, your lives. Um, the word that I pulled this morning is resourcefulness. And I think about everything that we talked about today and the resourcefulness that's within our hearts, within our souls, and within reach of each of us. Uh, it's all right here. It's not something that's out there. It's something that if we take the time each day, it's within each of us. The reason, and I will sound like a broken record to some, that I needed to step away from Facebook uh, was that I wanted to be more than just an item in someone's newsfeed. Uh, it's very important for me. And I've learned a lot about myself. So um, one of the things that I'm hoping as I go into the new year is I'm interested in doing workshops uh, on how we can utilize social media uh, in a positive way uh, and how we can interact with each other outside of social media. Because I feel that it's something that we're learning or that we're losing uh, in our culture. Uh, Danielle and I are both empaths uh, and that empathic way of dealing with each other is something that is sorely missing uh, in terms of how we deal with grief, how we deal with uh, celebrating each other. It's something that we really need to get in touch with each other again. And that's something that I really wanna really tap into as I go into 2023. Uh, I end every show, as you all know, by telling everyone to go out and do something nice for somebody else without expecting anything in return. Uh, Sit down in your silence and think of somebody you haven't spoken to in a while and reach out with a phone call. Trust me, a name is going to pop right into your head. I'm sure as I say this right now, some name has popped into every one of your heads. Think about it. Reach out to that person with a phone call. Not an email message, not a text message, not a private inbox message, but a phone call and let that person know what they mean in your life. Uh, as my dear friend, Sean Moniger always says, we're all in this together, but we're not in the same boat. <laughs> Someone sent me a meme and it says, we're all in the same storm, but we're not mm. in the same boat. Some of us are on yachts. Some of us are in canoes. Some of us are in kayaks. Some of us are in dinghies. Two men and their dogs were lost at sea for 10 days this week. They survived because of their faith, their holding on to each other, and their belief that they were going to get through it. It doesn't always get you through that storm, but no matter what size boat you're on, make sure if you're going to go out in a boat, make sure if you're writing a song about water or boats or anything, that you've got a skipper by your side. <laughs> on that note, I'm going to leave the screen and Ron, I'm going to turn it over to you, followed by Anne, Claudine, Doug, and then Danielle. Thank you. Happy Hanukkah, everyone. And I will see you here next Friday. Thank you. Thank you. It's all yours. Oh, thank you, Richard. 
I want to uh, wish everybody a happy holiday season, whatever you may celebrate or not celebrate. But I would also like to especially celebrate Richard Skipper. And I have my mug right here. And you should all get one. And um, I'm so grateful that he has become a good, good friend. I'm so grateful for new friends like Danielle and like all of you. No. And, uh, and I'm grateful for uh, people in my life, my wonderful wife and, and my, my mom and, and just everybody who supports me every day. And, uh, and I hope I can live up to uh, what they try to do for me and do the same for them. And uh, so happy holidays, everybody. And thank you for having me here with you. Thank you, Ron. And I think you were next. Richard, here's to you. Thank you. You really made a difference in my life. Thank you so very much for what you've done and how you've helped me with my book. And that review, I, I just tell you, I, I bless you. May you have a wonderful new year. And I hope all your friends appreciate you the way I do. Here's to you, Richard. Well, I don't have a mug, but I do want to thank Richard because I think he's just been absolutely wonderful. I think this is about the third or fourth time I've been on and I just love the conversation. But I, I love December and I love that December does bring us closer in a way that's not transactional, that's in a way that's just actually thinking about each other and giving to each other. I love, Doug, when you talked about the white roses and the red roses, and I need to get myself some in the house. I always have one or the other, but I never thought about the both. So I just want to wish everybody a happy, happy holiday, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, um, and love. You know, like I said, that Richard and Danielle have been an inspiration, needless to say, in my life this year. Um, every day is a new day. I can't believe I'm getting older and they're replacing all my body parts. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know with my friends, they'll, they'll get me through. Um, I try to share that with everybody that I can. So I guess I need to be ordering a bunch of gift certificates. I encourage everybody to touch base with Danielle. She is spot on. She knows her business. She's, it's just incredible what she has done for me. And um, I, I appreciate the work. And in, in, in response to being a worm that I need to talk and promote myself, be yes. sure to check out YouTube, search my name and see what I do. They're a little, they're a little rough, but they'll give you all a, an idea of my singing. So, uh, how was that, Danielle? Very good. Twenty twenty three, more more singing with the new body parts. <laughs> exactly. I hope they don't interfere with the sound systems. No, anyway, I love not. you guys. I love you both, and have a great holiday. Merry Christmas, Happy uh, Hanukkahs, Happy holidays. <laughs> And see you all soon. Thank you, Doug. Love you too. Well, thank you everyone for being here today. And as Richard and, and Doug so graciously promoted, I do also have ways, if you're still looking for gifts, I do offer gift certificates uh, for sessions on my website. I have 15 kinds of options available on there. So there's really an option and a price point and a payment plan for everyone. If you would like to give someone or yourself the gift of energy and experience this year and get some insights to plan a year that you want going forward in 2023. Um, I also want to remind people that as we face these last weeks of the year, no matter which holidays we're celebrating, which of course, happy all the holidays to everyone, um, sometimes we can feel that stress or that pressure to complete things. As Richard said, it is the last quarter moon today. Um, and so in my experience, astrology, as we were talking about, is just a kind of hint and a reminder to say, hey, you may want to work on this, and here's some energy help if you would like to work on this. So the last quarter moon is about 
letting things go or closing accounts or settling debts or karmas. And so many people feel that these last weeks of the year anyway. And sometimes we get really hard and critical on ourselves and believe that we have to finish things up within a certain energy or within a certain time frame, especially within that time frame of the calendar year. I want to encourage you, no matter how uh, important a certain number day may be or a certain bit of astrology may be or even a deadline that's on the calendar, um, you always have the power, creativity and love are timeless. They take you to a space completely outside of space and time. So the pressure is really all implied. And if you can take some time to go within, if you're feeling that end of the year pressure, or if you're feeling sad or unaccomplished because certain things didn't come to fruition this year, I want to encourage you that while end of the year or end of things are great reminders, um, they're not set in stone. So you always have more time available as long as you are here and breathing. And I'm so grateful for those of you who choose to utilize that time in working with me um, or just by being here and participating in shows such as this that get you thinking and get you thinking about what you want for your life and what you want to bring in terms of blessing to the world of others. So thank you to you for however you do that. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can go to my website, damseldesigns, D-A-M-C-L designs.com or find me on my YouTube channel for more of my content. Happy holidays, everyone. I will see you next time. Be blessed. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.